0: Topic, come in today. Command you, we got the power of prayer. We're about three minutes behind. That is an accident there, but to all is well. Come on in, everybody, everywhere. We got that uh, technical issue from last Monday night. Handle, come on in, speak to me as you come in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share Duval. You in the building. Shalom to you, Stacey Nicole. Good to see you, Nashville. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Come on in, everybody, everywhere. Let's talk, let's talk, let's talk. It is time to command your day and command your week with the power of prayer. Prayer is going to be amazing, as it always is. You already know. All day, every day. Come on in, everybody, and let's pray. Come on in, wherever you're at. Speak to me. Love you. Song from the sauna. Okay, sauna. All right, let's go. All right, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Aurora, Denver, Aurora, ATL, Jackson, Tennessee, Calabasas, California. Welcome. Denver, Lafayette, Decatur, Georgia, that's ATL, Lafayette, I believe that's Colorado, good to see you, Aurora, H-Town, give me some good love, come on, let's go, H-Town, good to see you, let's go, let's go, let's go, everybody, everywhere, come on in on every platform, do me a favor, make sure that you share, when you share, People get saved. And it's so important that you understand the power of that principle, because literally when you use your social media platform to share other people's lives are impacted, other people's lives are changed. Bless you, Westchester, New York. Good to see you over there on LinkedIn. Listen, what I love about prayer is not only is it all of us that are gathered live. But in case you do not know this, um, and where the majority of people look at prayer is number one on the replay. So I want to encourage you to get our app. How do you do that? Text the word harvest to five five four nine eight, and you'll be able to get our app. That information is right there at the bottom of the screen on the Instagram page. Just kind of get you to put that in there, so that I can um, pin your uh, pin that. You're gonna text the word harvest to five five four nine eight, be able to get our app. When you get our app. You'll be able to stay connected and uh, get all of our podcasts and look at the replays, all right? So make sure that you get our app and stay connected. It is the best way to stay connected. Do not depend, hear me, on social media to stay connected. That's the best way to stay connected. Listen, let's do a little bit more roll call. Let's do about 60 more seconds, 60 more seconds. Bam, 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 bam. Can I get you all a type of like this? Text HARVEST255498. That way when somebody comes in new and they don't know what it means, they'll know what it means, all right? Can you do that? Text HARVEST255498, all right? I'm gonna get you to do it like that, all right? So that I can pin that. Ingwood. good to see you. Marietta, Georgia, Aurora, Ingwood. Aurora, good to see you. boom, 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 boom. Let's go, let's go, there you go, boom. We got it, let's pin that over here on the Harvest IG. What does my shirt say? It says, I'm an evolutionary. I did a series one year. Um, I and mean, we get a whole conference called Evolutionaries. And matter of fact, I, I love your question because that's, we'll, that's how we'll start praying. Keep you in prayer for healing. We're going to get to prayer requests in just a moment. So you stay on and we'll get you covered. Boom. There we go. There we go. That way people know what it means when they come in. So listen, guys, prayer is going to be amazing tonight as it always is. If you haven't clicked share, I need you to share. When you share people get saved. is going to be amazing tonight. God, uh, uh, always before we pray, I ask the Lord about what we should pray about. And I want to encourage you to walk in that principle. Pray about what you should pray about so that you know exactly what to do. Prayer is a privilege. It's not a right prayer. It's something we get to do. It's not something that we have to do. Prayer it shouldn't be a dread to pray. It should be a privilege and something excited, uh, exciting, something that excites us to pray. Let's go. Father, in Jesus' name, we bless you, sir. We honor you and thank you for your goodness. We honor you and thank you for your love. We honor you and thank you for your kindness toward us. We thank you, God, that you have been faithful to us. We thank you, God, that you have been kind to us. And so tonight, we commit this time of prayer into your hands, God. And we say, have your way. Get the glory. Out of everything that happens tonight, Lord, we let you know that we are open and we are ready for what you're going to pray through us. Father, we give you control over every word that comes out of our mouth. And we pray, God, that we would pray exactly what needs to be prayed. That we speak to exactly what needs to be spoken to, God. Thank you for this privilege that we have to pray. Prayer is a privilege. It is not a right. It is something we get to do or something that we have to do. So, God, we will not take this privilege lightly. We get to go above the head of every person from the King of kings and the Lord of lords. You are the great I am. A year, a share, a year in Hebrew, which means you will prove who you are by what you do. You are Jehovah Saboah. That means you are the God that fights for us. You are God uh, Jehovah Parism, which means you are the Lord of breakthroughs. You are Jehovah Jireh, which means you are the Lord, our provider. And we thank you for that tonight, God. Be with us over these next, God, 52 minutes of prayer. I pray, God, that this prayer tonight would shift the trajectory of the rest of our year so that we would go further faster. Type that in the comments, further faster. We would go further, faster. That we would see fruitfulness abound in our lives. That we would see productivity. That we would see progress. And that it would all be done for your glory. Get the glory out of everything in our lives. Father, we pray you get the glory out of our mountaintops. Get the glory out of our valleys. Get the glory out of the things that make us shout. Get the glory out of the things that cause us sorrow. Get the glory out of the things that we feel give us progress. Get the glory out of the things that we feel are causing pain. You said in Isaiah 66 and 9, That you would not allow pain to be uh, formed in any way unless you desire to birth something. So, Father, even in our pain, get the glory out of it. Even in what frustrates us, get the glory out of it. Even in what makes us want to pull our hair out if we had it, get the glory out of it. But that we say, thank you tonight, God. Guide this time of prayer tonight, God. Let it be fruitful. Let it be productive, Father. Let this time of prayer. You said that the effective, fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much. That means we get things done when we pray effective. That means specific and strategic. Don't let us be vague tonight, God. Don't let us circle the issue tonight, God. Let us be specific and strategic. You said that the effective, fervent prayers of the righteous that they availeth much, and for that we say thank you. You said fervent. That means we got to be passionate when we pray. I pray. And for these next 50 minutes, God, turn our passion up. Increase our passion. God, God, we take off the lethargy of the day. We take off the tiredness of the day. We take off the heaviness of the day. We cast our burdens at your feet because you care for us. And we declare we're going to have passion when we pray. Come on, drop that word in the comments. We're going to have passion when we pray tonight. We will have passion when we pray tonight. And for that, we say thank you. Now, Lord, we ask that you forgive us for all of our sins, those committed knowingly and unknowingly. Forgive us, God, for every sin. This is where we have made a mistake, Father, and not just the sins of what we did. Come on here, James four seventeen. You said that it is sin for us to know to do right and not do it, which means, God, not only the things that we have done that are wrong, But forgive us, God, for the things that we did not do that were right. I need you to type a yes, Lord, right there. Because for many of us, God, the issue isn't that we're doing wrong. The issue is that we have not yet done what's right. But we ask that you forgive us for that tonight, God, and give us the fortitude to do what we know that we ought to do. In the name of Jesus, forgive us for our transgression where we have willfully deviated from what we knew to be right. We ask that you forgive us for that tonight. And finally, God, we ask that you forgive us for our iniquity. Let us generational sin that has passed down and around. We ask that you forgive us for that tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, everybody say thank you, Lord, right there. Listen, guys, if you're just coming in, do me a favor, like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share. I did a reel on this uh, a few hours ago, and I encourage you, if you didn't look at it, go look at it. But there's a powerful, powerful scripture um, that I want i want us to pray um, because sometimes this thing hit me real strong earlier today. And the scripture says this, that anybody that I'm going to read you a couple different translations, James 4, 17, it says, if anyone then knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, it is a sin for them. Everybody look at me. Everybody look at me. It says, if you know what you ought to do and it's right, meaning it's according to God's word and you do not do it, it is sin. Everybody look at me. You want to know one of the biggest sins that none of us ever pay attention to? You're ready for this? procrastination. Look at me. Procrastination isn't just bad for you. Procrastination is sin to you. Talk, Bishop. How many of you wave at me if if procrastination is something that you have dealt with in some area of your life? My hand is up first. Come on. Come on. You were Bishop Foreman. You're in a safe place. My hand is up first. Procrastination is delaying what you could do today until tomorrow. And the scripture says, if you know what you ought to do and you do not do it, it is sin for you. Did you hear what I just said? So we're about to, watch me, you, you know what another, another sin that we sometimes don't pay attention to? You ready for this? Is forgiveness. Forgiveness. Okay? I'm going to get around to dealing to that issue. And you never deal with it. You never forgive them. You never let it go. Woo. And the Bible says if you knew to do right and you didn't, that's sin. That's the sin most of us would. We wouldn't think for Now Forgiveness, we may get that one, right? But procrastination, what? The Bible says, yep, that's a whole sin. It's a whole sin because you knew what you're supposed to do and you ain't done it yet. It's been on your to-do list. But come on, let's have an honest moment before we pray about this. How many of you have had things on your to-do list that have been there longer than six months? Way back, Wave at me. If you've had things on your to-do list that have been on there longer than six months, wave at me. Come on, be honest. You're in a safe place. You're in a safe place. Wave at me. Do you forgive domestic abuse? Absolutely. You forgive. Let's go here. Um, You forgive, but forgiveness, listen very carefully, does not mean fellowship. Just because you forgive somebody does not mean that you have to forget. Jesus forgives and forgets. We're not supposed to do that. We're supposed to forgive and remember the lesson. Did y'all hear what I just said? Forgiveness does not mean fellowship. See, I have to forgive you because I'm, watch me. But the scripture says, forgive so that you will be forgiven. Let me give you the Bible for that. Let me give you that. Forgive so that you will be forgiven. That's Matthew 6, 14 and 15. Forgiveness isn't for you, or excuse me, for them. Forgiveness is for you. If I don't forgive them, guess what? He won't forgive me. So I can forgive you. Now, look, now we ain't going to be, look, domestic abuse or oh, heck no. We ain't going to be together. Baby back, you can go. You can go. In the box to the left. Everything in the box to the left. Y'all better hit me. But forgiving them, yes. And you remember the lesson. Don't ever think, let's cover this, and we're going to hit this in prayer, but I saw the comment. I wanted to address it. Don't ever think that forgiveness means we go back to the way that we were. Mm -mm. If I find out that you're a liar, I forgive you. I'm not trusting you with anything else, though, ever again in life, ever. But would Jesus do that? I'm not Jesus. He forgives and throws it into the sea of forgetfulness. I'm supposed to forgive, forget the pain, but remember the lesson. Okay? Somebody says, I said, comment, and guys, we got to focus on prayer, but I want to just address this too. What if they don't forgive you? That's not your issue. It is not your issue if somebody won't forgive you. It is only your issue to make sure that you forgive and that if you wrong somebody, you seek their forgiveness. That is it. That is it. And if they choose not to forgive you, that ain't got nothing to do with you. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, forgive us, James four seventeen, for the procrastinating we have been doing. My God. Forgive us, God, for the procrastination that we have operated in. Forgive us, God, for knowing what we ought to do, James four seventeen. And not doing it. Forgive us tonight, God, for the sin of what we have not done. Not just what we've done, but the sin of what we have not done. In Jesus' name, Father, forgive us. I pray that we would have a a boldness about us to not procrastinate. I pray we would release procrastination today. I pray that, Father, even once we get off of prayer, that there be a fire on the inside of us that would make us begin to take the necessary actions we need to take. I pray, God, that those that raise their hand where they have had items on their to-do list for longer than six months, I pray they get it done. Here's the prophecy. In the next six weeks. I pray that what they have delayed for months, they be done in weeks. I pray for those with bold faith. I pray that it would not be weeks, but I pray that it would be six days. Come on here, y'all. I pray that, Father, in the next six days, by Saturday, uh, uh, Father, that they would see Great results manifested, and things they have not done over the last uh, over the last six months. God, forgive us, God, for whatever we knew to do but we didn't do, because you call that sin. Forgive us for that tonight, God, and don't just forgive us, but give us the grace to go be fruitful, so that we activate the power of doing. You said. Blessed not just those that are hearers of the word. You said, blessed are those that are the doers of the word. And that is according to James 1.22. We declare we are doers. Type doer in the comments. We are doers of your word. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on, say, comment over here on the, on, on the Harvest IG. Say, oh my, you're in my business. That is the job of the Holy Ghost, to get all up in your business. You got me? Okay, that scripture there. Um, the Lord wanted us to pray that tonight. Everybody listen. Sometimes it is not that you're doing wrong. You're like, but I don't do this. But I don't do this. I don't do this. What you're doing wrong isn't the issue. What you're not doing that's right is the issue. <laughs> you hear me? What you're doing wrong, you're like, but I don't do this. I don't do this. And so, Y'all ready for this? Y'all ready for this? Sometimes you look at other people who are doing, quote unquote, wrong, but you're not seeing what they're doing that's right. And so they're seeing results you're not seeing because you see the wrong they do, but you ain't seeing the right that they do. Father, don't let us run anybody else's race but our own. Don't let us get caught up into anybody else's journey but our own. Don't let us look at other people's lives and compare our lives to theirs. Let us focus on the race that is set before us. Let us focus on the race that is set before us. Let us focus on the race that is set before us. Not somebody else's race. That's Hebrews 12 and 1. Let us run with endurance the race you set before us. Come on. Type this in the comments. I'll run my race. I know that's long, but I need you to speak that. I'll run my race. We are not supposed to run everybody else's race. We are supposed to run the race that you have given for us to run. This means we ain't supposed to be in everybody else's lane, doing what everybody else is doing, worried about what everybody else got going on that ain't got nothing to do with us. Give us the grace to run our race in Jesus' name. Do me a favor. If you haven't shared yet, I need you to share. When you share, people get saved. Yesterday, we exceeded the 250 decision threshold. Can you celebrate the Lord for that? God is doing amazing things already. Literally, yesterday, we exceeded 250 recorded decisions. It's more than that. That's just the number we've been able to record record. Of those that have given their lives to the lord so far this year all right listen so so that's that's the first thing that we're supposed to cover in prayer and again i want to encourage you if you do not have our app make sure that you get our app because that is the best way to stay connected here's the second thing that we're going to pray and this thing i was um uh, traveling um uh this last weekend and uh in a time of of prayer um this this scripture came and I thought, wow, this was really good. I did a reel on it. Again, if you don't follow me on IG, make sure that you follow me on IG so that we can stay connected there. But this is the next thing we're going to pray. I want to, I want to walk you through this. God was very specific with me about the specific areas we're going to hit in prayer tonight. So again, I need you to make sure to lock in with me as we pray together every Monday night. And I'm going to be changing the time soon. Stay connected. That's why you want to text Harvest at five five four nine eight to stay connected. But, um, but right now it's Monday nights. Check this out. Um, when we pray, we pray for one hour. So lock it in your calendar. Lock it in Monday night, 7 o'clock Mountain, 9 o'clock Eastern for one hour. We pray. We are consistent. That is, let me tell you something. If you don't learn anything else from me, learn consistency. Right? I am consistent to my assignment. All right? That's um, that first part. Secondly, and during prayer, I'm going to have you to type a lot. Because the scriptures, is wherever two or three touch on green on anything, it shall be done for them. So when you type in the comments... What you're doing is you're activating the power of agreement. Number three, I'm gonna have you to say a lot. Proverbs 1821, death and life are in the power of your tongue. Notice the verse says death and life, which means it's easier to speak death than it is life. Because normally the first thing that wants to come out of our mouth is death. Father, guard our tongues so that we reverse the polarity of Proverbs 18:21. That the first thing to come out of our mouth would not be death, but that the first thing to come out of our mouths would be life. Before we speak something pessimistic, let us speak something faith-filled. Before we speak something crazy, let us speak something uh, that is a, a conquering word. Before we speak something negative, let us speak something positive. Before we speak worry, let us speak your word. Reverse the polarity of Proverbs eighteen twenty uh, one for us, God. Let us speak your word first, God our tongues, so we don't curse our own journeys. Guard our tongues so we don't curse our own progress. Guard our tongues so we don't curse our own situations. Guard our tongues so we don't speak negativity in Jesus' name. Um let me tell you the power of this. And she, and she may be watching. I was um one of the uh one of the leaders uh in uh in a friend of mine's church, um, she had updated me that uh um and we served together on some boards and different things here in the city. And she had updated me on the situation going on with a family member, and and uh, covered the situation in prayer. And I said, uh, I said she sent me the thing, and I said, all is well. I said, that's all I need you to say. That's all I need you to say. That's all I need you to say. And So today, um, the Holy Ghost said, call her. So I called her, and she was finding the situation. I said, let me just stop you right there. I said, and all is well. I said, let me stop you right there. I said, don't say any. I said, I know we like to say, well, this is what it is, and I just wanna, I just wanna be honest. Listen to me. Why be reasonable when you serve? Listen to me, an unreasonable God. What do you mean unreasonable? What kind of God walks on water? What kind of God parts seas? What kind of God feeds five thousand with two fish and uh, five thousand men plus women and children with two fish and five loaves of bread? He's unreasonable. So you need to stop speaking. God, don't let us speak reasonable stuff. Let us speak stuff that seems unreasonable. Let us speak stuff that seems unrealistic. Why talk? when facts are the opposite of faith. Facts are the opposite of faith. Don't curse your situation because you want to keep it real. And keeping it real, you need to make sure you keep it faith. That needs to be the tag right there. Keep it faith. I ain't trying to keep it real. No, I want to keep it faith. I serve an unreasonable, it is unreasonable that he keeps on forgiving us, but he does. It is unreasonable that he keeps on blessing you, but he does. So don't start talking about being reasonable now when there's nothing about our God that is reasonable. Hallelujah. God, we bless you because you are supernatural, God. You're the kind of God that does the unfathomable. You're the kind of God that does the unreasonable. You're the kind of God that does the impossible. Why are we speaking possibilities when you're the God that does the impossible? So I said to her, I said, let me stop you right there. And, and then I said, listen, I said, the enemy knows he can't stop you. He's he's already figured out you're unstoppable. Speak that over your life. Say, I'm unstoppable. And type that in the comments. You're unstoppable. So what does he have to do? He needs you to stop yourself. Watch me. How do you stop yourself? You'll do it with your own tongue. You'll do it with your own tongue. What does the Bible say in Numbers? The children of Israel kept saying they were going to die in the wilderness. The children of Israel kept saying they're going to die in the wilderness. So guess what God said? I'm gonna give you exactly what I heard you say. Now they weren't gonna die in the wilderness. All they needed was a little water. All they needed, all they needed was a little bread. God was like, I got you. But since you said you're gonna die, let me go on and give you what you said. (laughs) Father, guard our tongues so that we do not curse our own lives, so we do not curse our own businesses. Uh oh, so we don't curse our own relationships. My God so we don't curse our own families, so we don't curse our own finances. Matter of fact, we cancel every negative, ungodly, unbiblical thing we've ever spoke concerning anything connected to us. Right now, in the name of Jesus, in the same way we sowed it with our words, we cancel it with our words, and we declare that it will not come to pass. Matthew 12 says that we would give account for every idle word we speak. Forgive us for every idle word. What does idle mean? We weren't thinking. We just said it. It, it. We just was running our mouths. Forgive us for running our mouths when we needed to run our faith. Forgive us for running our mouths when we needed to run your word. Forgive us for running our mouths when we needed to just go run eight. Mm, come on in Jesus' name. So so I told, I said, I said, be quiet. Be quiet. Be quiet. Be quiet. Be quiet. I said, be quiet. And and, and, and you gotta hear that. The power of that. Your words matter. Life and death in the power, excuse me, death and life, Proverbs 1821 says, or in the power of your tongue. So if the enemy knows he can't stop you, he needs you to stop yourself or you'll do it with your tongue. Let's cancel some words. Stop talking about how tired you are. Speak this. Say, I have abundant energy. Type that in the comments. I'm going to show y'all how to do this. I'm going to show you how to do this thing. I'm going to show you this thing right now. Type, I have abundant energy in the comments. Stop talking about how you're so confused. Speak this. I have clarity in everything. Speak it and type it. Speak it and type it. Please follow what I'm saying. Speak it and type it. I have clarity in everything. uh uh-uh, I'm not confused about anything. I have clarity in everything. Stop talking. I just don't know what God is doing. uh uh-uh. Say, and His plan is unfolding in my life, and has put that in the comments. And God's plan is unfolding in my life. Mm, I'm not. I. I. Mm, I know exactly what He's doing because it's unfolding. I'm watching Him unfold it. Got it? It's kind of like a present. I am watching God rip the wrapping paper off of what he's prepared for me. I am watching God rip the wrapping paper off of what he's prepared for me. Stop talking about you can't afford it. Shut your mouth. And I mean that in the most aggressive way I can mean it. Do not speak that. Say, I. watch me, say money is not my issue. Money is not my issue. He's going to give you exactly what he heard you say. He's going to give you exactly what he heard you say. He's going to give you exactly what he heard you say. He's going to give you exactly what he heard you say. That's numbers 1428. Let me read the verse to you. God tells Moses, so tell them as I live, I'm going to do to you the very thing I heard you say. Berean study Bible, BSV, numbers 1428. Tell this to them. What you said in my hearing, I will do exactly as I heard you say. God says, I am gonna give you exactly what you said. Money is not your issue. Money is not your issue. Mm -mm. Matter of fact, you live in abundance. You live in wealth. You live in overflow. Every day, people are pouring into you. Every day, you're getting unexpected checks in the mail. Come on, I'm trying to show you how to work this thing. Every day, creative business ideas that are profitable. Who cares about an idea if they're making no money? If they don't make dollars, it don't make sense. Profitable business ideas are coming to you. Not just creative ideas. Who cares if it's creative if it's not producing pecuniary ability? Creative, profitable, monetized ideas are coming to you every day in Jesus' name. Every month, your revenues are increasing. Every month, my profits are increasing. Every month, you are, watch me, you are 100% healthy and 100% healthy. Stop talking about you just so sick. Shut up. No, don't do that. I say that in love, y'all, especially if it's your first time. You're like, you hey, rough. No, no, I say it in love. I just got to say it rough till you get it. Because sometimes when it says rough, it's like, whoa, I get it now. Stop talking about how sick you are. No, you are not. You are 100% healthy and 100% healed. Well, business. the doctor said, who are you going to believe? Who are you going to believe? Who are you going to believe? You're going to believe the, the, the doctor who's practicing medicine or the God who's the healer. Are you going to believe the doctor who is practicing medicine or are you going to believe the God who's a healer? Y'all, but here's one of my favorite movies is What's Love Got to Do With It. And in the movie, um, (laughs) I love it because it's the story of a survivor. I like survivor stories. And in the movie, um, Tina Turner, anime bullet, she's just had her child. The doctor says she needed to stay in the hospital. And um, they come, Ike comes, he said, oh, no, wait a minute, doctor, I got tone, in tone. He said, I got all these dates. I got all these dates. We got concerts. You got concerts and tour dates we got to do. So Ike comes in the middle of the night with Frost, his guy. And he's like, come on, anime, we got to go. We got to go. Anime says this. She says, I, uh, the doctor said I, I need to get rest. Look what Ike said. Now, who are you going to believe? you going to believe the doctor or you going to believe your man? I'm going to ask some of y'all. Who are you going to believe? you going to believe the doctor or you going to believe your God? you going to believe the lawyer or you going to believe your God? You're going to believe the news or you're going to believe your God? Whose report, come on here, shall you believe? I need you to speak this over your life and speak it in the comments. I'll believe the report of the Lord. God, we will believe your report. We will believe your word. We will believe what you said, period, in Jesus' name, (laughs) in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, I choose to believe God. Well, you know, the experts. You, who are you going to believe? You're going to believe an expert that has a brain that God gave him, or you going to believe the God that gave him the brain? Because I'm living proof that the experts don't know what they're talking about. I, whoa, hey baby, I have watched God make me a statistic breaker. Speak that over your life. I break statistics. Don't put me in no box. My God is not the type of God that can be boxed into your statistics and your uh, 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 your intellectual ability to be able to conceive what he can and cannot do. Uh-uh. I believe God. OK, this is what you do. Some of you may say this, but Bishop, I feel like I'm lying. You're not lying. You are prophesying. You're not lying. You are prophesying. And there is the difference. I'm not denying the reality of that. I'm just saying that it doesn't matter. (laughs) Woo, God. Father, stir our faith tonight on this prayer. Stir our faith tonight in prayer. Stir our faith tonight in prayer. Stir our faith tonight in prayer. prayer. Father, faith is not just something that you give us. You said you give us the measure of faith, which is a mustard seed. But there's also something called the gift of faith. The gift of faith is when you add your faith to our faith. God, we pray right now that you, according to First Corinthians 12, that you would release the gift of faith tonight to us. Help our unbelief. Help our unbelief tonight. Wherever we have felt like fainting, where we felt weary, we ask that you add your faith to our faith. Give us the gift of faith tonight. Come on. Not just our faith, but give us the gift of faith. Give us the gift of faith. This means add your faith to our faith. Add your faith to our faith. Add your faith to our faith. And for that, we say thank you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on. Type it like this. Say, Lord, give me your faith. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Give me your faith. Give me your faith. That's 1 Corinthians 12 and 9. It says, verse 7, now to each one the manifestation of the Spirit is given. These are called the manifestational gifts. Which means these are gifts that are given out at the discretion of the Holy Ghost. These can be requested. Pay attention. Verse 9, to another faith. Which means God says, there. Are, I will give you, there are moments, I will give you faith to believe for what you don't have enough faith to do on your own. Good God Almighty. Good God Almighty good God Almighty, give me your faith, Jesus. Even this, even this, let me give you one more scripture. Let me give you one more scripture. It's uh, in Mark 11, 22. Um, most versions read, have faith in God. Okay? Mark 11, 22, the Berean literal Bible is the best translation of that verse, because the word uh, is not faith in God. Look at me. The word there's actually have faith The faith from God. I'm going to say it again because some of y'all missed it. In Mark 11, 22, Mark 11, 22, they're asking, uh, Jesus just cursed the fig tree. And uh, they're like, oh, my God, how did this happen? How did you do this? The fig tree you cursed happened. Uh, it, it, It went away. What you spoke to cancel, it was canceled. You got it? Jesus cursed the fig tree. What he spoke to cancel, it was canceled. So what ends up happening? They come back around the next day, and I go, oh my God, what you said, it happened. So what does God say? He says, have faith from God. In other words, he says, you need my faith for this one. God, give us your faith. Jesus, give us your faith. Give us your faith. Give us your faith in Jesus' name. I see a comment over here on the Bishop Forman ID that there's an active shooter in Michigan. We're going to pause for the cause right now in prayer. We're going to direct our attention to that for just a few seconds. Father, the situation that's just been mentioned in prayer, God, we pray that you stop it and shut it down quickly. We pray, Father, that uh, that, uh, you would literally, whomever is doing this now, that you would shut them down immediately. We pray, God, for an immediate ending to that situation. And we pray for any families that have been affected by that right now We pray right now, God, that you send your shalom, even while the situation is fresh. We pray that you send your shalom to that situation. That is your peace. That is where nothing is missing, nothing is broken, nothing is lacking. All is well. Shut it down and cover. Father, we pray that you would send Psalm 91. You would give your angels charge to go before and protect. We pray that you would protect and cover right now in Jesus' name. Let's pull that right back over. We cover that situation. Let's pull that right back over to where we're at. Here's the here's the next thing God wanted me to um, to cover in prayer with you tonight, guys. Do me a favor. If you haven't shared, share. When you share, people can say like this video. Tell me where you're watching from and share. I wanna um, I wanna I'm gonna read you a few verses because this is the other thing I was mentioning before we got into praying about our words and how you do that thing. Um, if you feel angry, your confession needs to be, I feel amazing. If you are, you know, somebody do something crazy to you, have your little human moment and then come right back down and say, and vengeance is mine, says the Lord. I'm moving on, Lord, you handle this. You got it? All right. Um, So in John chapter six, this is the next thing that we're going to cover in prayer. The Lord, um, sometimes there are things in life that God does and it is only a test which means what you think is happening isn't really happening. It is only a test. And I want to submit to most of you watching me or listening to this replay or watching the replay that there's some situations in your life right now that you're like, what is going on? Look at me, it's only a test. Put that in the comments. It's only a test. It is only a test. It is only a test. I'm going to say it again. It's a test. It is a test. It's a test. Look at me. Tests aren't permanent. Tests are simply to see, did you get the lesson? Come on here. Let's go. A test is only to see, did you get the skill? A test is only to see, did you pay attention during class? So why do we come to church? Why do we get the word? Why do I teach? Why do I do Sundays and Wednesdays and pop-ups and all this kind of stuff? To make sure as a teacher that you're prepared for your test. My job, whether you're a harvester or not or however you're connected, whatever, my job as a teacher, as a man of God, is to make sure that anybody that hears my voice, anybody that is connected to me in any way, shape, form, or fashion, it is my job to make sure you are prepared for your test. you got to hear this. And John chapter six, something interesting happens john when he recorded we're going to cover this in prayer but i just want to teach it just for just a second in prayer do me a favor share if you haven't shared yet let me know where you're watching from if you haven't done that all right um and john john, john is known as the beloved john is the one that jesus could trust more than he could trust the others john was the, the only one that uh, of the 12 that was standing there when jesus in his worst moment on the cross the others had all deserted him. John is there. John, Jesus is so into John that Jesus looks at John and says, woman, talking to his mother, he says, behold thy son. And he, and he says, behold thy mother. He basically said, John, take care of my mama. He was like, since I got to leave, take care of my mama. Um, John was so beloved to God that John got a revelation that the others did not give. Let that be a lesson for you that everybody doesn't get everything. Woo, did you hear what I just said? Everybody doesn't get everything. Father, I pray that we would know who our Johns are. I pray that we would know who our Johns are. Those that the connection is deep. Those that the connection is real. Those that the connection is unbreakable. I pray that we would know who our Johns are. John got more than everybody else. So John literally gets what's called the Apocalypto in Greek. But we get our word "apocalypse," which means revelation. Everybody don't get everything. Y'all got to have me. You, th- there's levels to this. And you got to make sure that people qualify before you take them to the to the to the highest level of you of who you are. This is why some people always feel empty because you give everybody everything and they give you nothing. Talk, up. All right. So listen. In John, when John t- writes his gospel, John begins to share things. Um, that the others don't. The others write there sooner. John writes his much later from a retrospective place. That's why John starts his in the beginning was the word, because his wasn't really this chronological disposition as much as it was, let me share with you some of what he told me. Let me share with you some of my experience with God. Why am I telling you that? Because John records something that the others don't. All right, and John chapter six, let me read it to you. Let's go, uh, let's go I'll go New, New Living Translation. Here we go. After this, Jesus crossed over to the far side of the Sea of Galilee known as the Sea of Tiberias. A huge crowd kept following him wherever he went because they saw his miraculous signs as he healed the sick. When Jesus came to heal, sat down with his disciples around him, it was nearly time for the Passover. Jesus saw a huge crowd of people coming to look for him. Turning to Philip, he asked, where can we buy bread to feed all these people? If I look at me, Jesus looks at Philip, one of the 12, and he says to them, where are we going to get bread to feed all these people? Now, look at me, everybody. Everybody say it's only a test. It's only a test. John doesn't record um, a a few details that the others do. Let me read you the rest of what? I'm going to skip a verse. Verse 7. Philip replied, even if we worked for months, we wouldn't have enough money to feed them. Okay? Then Andrews, Simon Peter's brother spoke up. There's a young boy here with five barley loaves and two fish. But what good is that to feed this huge crowd? He tells everybody to sit down. Jesus takes it. He breaks it. He blesses it. And then um, each of the 12 gets a basket of leftovers. Now, there's there's a verse I didn't read, and there's a part I want you to see. When you go to Matthew, you see some details John didn't give. So I gave you context. Listen to this. Same story. Listen to what happened. Um... Uh, verse 15 in Matthew, when Matthew tells it, who's a tax collector, Matthew says, When evening came, the disciples came to him and said, There's a desolate the place, the hour is late, dismiss the crowds and let them go buy some food for themselves. Watch what Matthew says. Jesus replies, They don't need to go away, you feed them. You feed them. Okay, if let God, this is only a test, God tells them, You feed them, don't you send them away.
1: You feed them, which means I'm in a
0: test for something I didn't even sign up for. I'm being tested for something I didn't even sign up for, okay? Now let me read you Mark's version of it. Mark, said uh, very similar in his wording. Um, Jesus told them, you give them something to eat. And then they asked him, should we go out and spend 200 denarii and give them all the bread to eat? Now, Matthew said, they weren't gonna have they, they wouldn't have enough money. Mark says we got enough money. I, I want you to see something Jesus said, well go see how many loaves you had they go check two fish, two fish five loaves of bread which means watch me sometimes uh, there are people around you that hold different parts to the puzzle and I need you to speak this over your life. it's all coming together. it's all coming together father we declare that it's all coming together okay? John doesn't say anything about Jesus giving the instruction. Matthew says, Jesus says, you feed them. Um, but Matthew says, but we basically don't have enough money to do this. Mark says, we got the money. We got the money. Do you want us to spend the money? In other words, do you want us to empty out all of our resources? This is the same story from different perspectives. This is why it matters to your friends of God, I pray we have friends that help us to see fruit and productivity in our lives. In Jesus' name. Now, let's look at Luke. Luke is a Gentile, non-Hebrew doctor. All right. So here we go. Uh, same story. Verse 12. Um, this is Luke chapter 9. As the day neared its end, the 12 came to Jesus and said, dismiss the crowd so they can go and get them a hotel, basically lodging and provision. So they can go get them a hotel room and they can go eat. Because we out here in the middle of nowhere, these people need to go somewhere. Jesus said, before you send them away, give them something to eat. They respond, we only have five loaves of bread and two fish. And unless we go buy food for all these people, there's 5,000 men, plus women and children. He told his disciples, have them to sit down in groups of 50. Wait a minute, the others don't tell us this part. In other words, what was God doing? In this test, God was changing their structure. Come on here. Father, we thank you that in every test we're in, you are changing our structure. You are making us simplify. You are making us do it better. You're making us see it better. You brought order. You said, sit them down. Luke records this. Mark don't say that. Matthew don't say that. John don't say that. Luke says, you brought order. Sit them down. And groups of 50, about 50 each. 50, come on here, y'all, I want to shout. 50 is the number of Jubilee. You said set them up for Jubilee. We speak that everything in our lives right now is being set up for Jubilee. Everything around us is being set up for Jubilee. Everything happening is not happening to us. It is happening for us, for Jubilee. In Jesus' name. And Jubilee means three things are going to happen. Number one, it's a a win-a-win situation. Number two, it is uh, emancipation. There are no restrictions. And it means restoration. Everything will be better than before. I need you to type Jubilee in the comments. Y'all better come on in here. I'm trying to teach and preach and pray at the same time. Teach, preach, and pray at the same time. Okay? That's a sit them down in groups of 50 set this thing up for jubilee you watch me your finances are set up for jubilee your relationships are set up for jubilee your business is being set up for jubilee watch me your family's being set up for jubilee everything about your life he's set up for jubilee now let me take you back to john so i can give you this verse we got one more thing we got to cover in prayer you don't drop this neck. get these this souls for the lord give again we're getting out of here you ready now, let's go back to John. Remember I told you there was a verse I skipped? Let me read it all to you one more time. This is John. I gave you context already. Jesus saw a huge crowd of people, John 6 and 5, coming and look for him. Turning to Philip, the Bible only names every other gospel writer. The, uh, it, doesn't say, uh, it does not say what, who he talked to. It does not say 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 who he talked to. You ready? But John says he looks at Philip. Why is it important to know that he said this to Philip? Because Philip, literally the name in Hebrew translates to lover of horses. When you you break the definition down further, you ready? His name means warfare. What's warfare? It is a series of battles. For some of you, what you're in now, it looks like warfare because it's battle after battle after battle after battle after battle. Look at me. It's only a test. I know I had you type it already, prayer, but I I need you to type it again. This is only a test. 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 No, I'm not behind I got to get up. Let's move this, way. this is only a test. 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 And I need you to put this on here. And I'm passing this. The, our question is that we will pass every test we're in. We will pass every test we're in. We will pass every test we're in. Now, you said, mister, why do you keep saying that? Let me read you the rest of the verse. So John tells us that he says this to Philip, okay? Look what he asked Philip. Where can we buy bread to feed all these people? Now, I just told you from the other gospel writers, look at me, look at me. Jesus was the one that said to feed them. So Jesus, look at me, look at me, y'all. Oh, my God, this thing hit me so good this morning. Jesus is the one that said to feed them. Then Jesus looks at Philip and says, how are you going to feed them? In these comments. Jesus is the one who says, You don't send them away, you feed them. Then after he tells them to feed them, he looks at him and says, How are you gonna do that? Where are you gonna get that from? What, what how are you gonna figure this out? Y'all gotta talk to me in these comments. So I need to make sure you get this. Come on, y'all, because we got one more thing to cover in prayer. We got one more thing to cover in prayer. Somebody wants to run around. I promise you, I do. Good God, this is good to me. I'm going to repeat it because I need to see in the comments that you get it. They, their idea was God, send these people away. Send these people away. Like, this this is not even a problem we should have to deal with. Like, why are we even going to do this? Come on, they go my wowie zowie. Why are we even going this? Like, my idea is let's not do this. Let's not feed these people. Send them away so they get a hotel room and get them some room service, okay? Send him away. Jesus says, no, you feed them.. I told you I never to tell you. Jesus says, no, you feed them. Then he says, now how are you gonna do that? <laughs> then he's like, now how are you gonna do what I told you to do? Look at the next part of the verse. This is good to me because for many of you the test of your face and you're like, God, this ain't even my idea. I didn't even ask for this. am I talking to? Who am I talking to? My idea was let's not do this. My idea was let's not do this. God, help us today. It's only a test. That's that's what you're driving, God. You're driving. It's only a test. You're driving. It's only a test. You're driving. It's only a test. You're driving and it's only a test. This is not even my idea. This is your idea. And you got to ask me how am I going to do it? I know that's not good English, but you know what I'm saying. How am I going to do it? Look at this next part of the verse. You got to do this. This is my assignment in prayer today. Look at verse 6. John 6 and 6. He was only testing Philip. What does Philip mean? Warfare. Which means the warfare. Let me turn around. The warfare was only a test. Look at next part of the verse. Because he already knew what he was going to do. I can drop the mic. He says, "This, all this, these battles you've been in, all of this back and forth you've been in, he said, this was only a test because I already know what I was going to do. Father, thank you, sir, that it's only been a test. <laughs> you already knew what you were going to do. You already worked it out. You already have the solution. You already have the answer. You already have it figured out all of the battles, which warfare is nothing more than a series of battles, were simply a test because you already knew what you were going to do. This, you were, you, you, this isn't catching you off guard. This isn't surprising you. You already knew what you were going to do. Which means this is already handled. This is already figured out. We, we did a song years ago called Already Won. Type that in the comments. Already Won. W-O-N. It's just Already Won. You already knew what you were going to do. Good God, I want to run. You already knew what you were going to do. Whew, shit, hey, i You already knew what you were going to do. You already knew. This was just a test. This was just a test. This was just a test. Let's skip down to verse 12. Let me tell you how everything is going to be for you this year. Y'all with me in prayer? Hey, glory to God. You said, this what are we praying? Every time we speak, we're confessing something. Father, we declare that every battle is already won. All warfare is already won. Every challenge is already won. Every obstacle is already won. Every issue is already one. I need y'all to share if you haven't shared yet. Every vicissitude is already one. This is just a test. You already knew what you were going to do. You're sitting up watching to see how we're going to respond. You're sitting up watching to see if we're going to worship or worry. We will worship God. You're sitting watching to see whether or not we're going to focus on the problem or we're going to focus on the problem solver. We focus on the problem solver, God. You're sitting watching. Are we going to focus on what we don't have or focus on what we do have? Father, we're going to focus on what we do have in Jesus' name. This is only a test. This is only a test. Let's get down. Let me show you how everything's going to be for you this year. Then we got to go. John 6 and 12. So you know the whole situation. I just walked you through it. If you came in late to prayer, go back, watch. You got it. There's so much revelation in prayer tonight. So look at this verse 12. After everybody was full, Jesus told the disciples, Now go get the leftovers. Nothing's gonna be wasted. Jesus said, Go get the leftovers. Nothing's gonna be wasted. And the Bible says they picked up 12 full baskets of leftovers. You know what that's called? Overflow. You know what that's called? Abundance. You know what that's called? God did it. Father, we speak that John 6 and verse number 12 and 13, that's where we're going to be this year. Father, every test is going to end up in abundance. Every test is going to end up with leftovers. Every test it's going to end up with overflow. Every test is going to end up with a testimony. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. I just need you to start speaking this over your life in the comments. My baskets are full. Come on, my bank accounts are full. Come on, my energy is full. My attitude is full. Meaning, a good one. Let's talk. I need you to speak that. Your friends are full. Everything about you, everything is full in your life this year. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, everything's going to end up in abundance this year. Everything is going to end up in abundance this year. Listen, guys, I'm out of time. It's seven fifty-six. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Your client roster is going to be full. This, this, this is only a test. That's all this is. I just seen, I'm just looking at t- I'm just checking how you're going to respond. Did you get the lesson? Good God. I promise you, many of you, really, anybody, this was prayer tonight, but there was so much revelation in prayer. How much, how many of you just got some revelation in prayer? Way back, If you just got some revelation, prayer, you have to go back and watch this again. When the podcast comes out, you have to go back and listen to this again. This was prayer, but there was so much revelation God released to us in prayer. This was only a test. I said, I already knew what I was gonna do. I, it was already gonna work out fine. So today, today I was having a meeting with two ladies. And, and it was amazing because let, let me sit back down. Last week, <laughs> last week, um, I was supposed to meet with these ladies about this particular um, opportunity. And uh and as I was on my way to the meeting, I think it was on a was that a Tuesday, that's Tuesday, I guess I hit, hit something, I don't know what happened. And, Two of my tires, two of my tires went, uh, went flat. It was Thursday, whatever day that was. Two of my tires went flat and it was a whole ordeal. It was this whole thing it took, it supposed to take, it just ended up taking hours and hours and hours. And I, uh, the meeting had to be rescheduled to today. And so I went in there to meet with them today and um, it, the owner and, and her daughter were there, the daughter was showing me some things. And, and then the mother popped in and we were talking and they were telling me about this business and what they do and all of that. And then the mother began, to, she said this morning, I woke up and I was like, God, what are you telling me? She said, I got to go bigger. I got to go bigger. I got to go bigger. And so she's talking. and Normally, I'm, I'm like to just move on to my next meeting. but We sit there, having a whole dialogue. And she said, the mother, the, the daughter said, well, my mom always says time is on my side. I said, I say it like this. Every delay is to my benefit. Every delay. Is to my benefit. And she says, wow, that's so good. That's so good. She says, I woke up this morning and God was like, you need to go bigger. You just need to go bigger. And so I sent over the email and then she began to tell me about this deal that she had just negotiated. And I'm sitting there and she's building my faith up. But she don't even know it because I'm like, oh, really? Tell me about this deal you negotiated. She's telling me the deal. And she's like, it's so good that you didn't come last week because I wasn't here last week. You wouldn't even you wouldn't have been able to hear this testimony. You wouldn't be able to hear this story. And so as she's beginning to share this story and go through all of this, I'm like, this is so inspiring. I said, all of this just happened today. She said, and you won't believe. Look at this. She says, they're giving us. And I don't want you to, the, to extremely details. She says, they're giving us $100,000 worth of things. And she said, and here's what, what they're charging us. You ready for this? She says, and they're going to charge us one dollar. Y'all better hear me. Come on, y'all. She said, Going well, only charge us $1. I said, Oh, really? And she said, Yeah. She said, She said, she said, So we were talking about different things that we we're doing and all that. And, and she said, Well, thank God that you weren't here last week. Thank God that you didn't get here. Everybody look at me. Everything, you better hear me good. Everything in your life, everything in your life this year is Jubilee. That's our seed tonight. Our seed tonight. Is a $50 jubilee seed. 50 is the biblical number of jubilee. That's our seed tonight. How do you sow it? You can use the cash app, dollar sign, bishop formal with the number two. You can use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Giblify. That's available. Uh, all of the information uh, for that is just, you use the email hello at lowertharvestchurch.church. If you want to use text to give, you can text the amount to 84321. Should you want to use that. If you want to um, go to our website and use harvestchurch.church forward slash give and you can give that way everything is a win for you this year and so she's telling me the story i'm just getting fired up and and i'm gonna be honest at first i was like i don't know i may have been canceled this like i don't know and i'm so glad that i got the holy ghost because i walked out of there i immediately got on a phone call and said let me just tell you about this meeting i just had my faith was increased and inspired by somebody else's story. And then she said, Oh my God. And when I walk in, they said, She says to her mother, She says, Mom, she says, This is amazing. My mom just got in this three hour meeting. She's been in with her architect. She says, Mom, this is, this, this is the, I see you some term, like this is the, uh, well, anticipated or something. This is the anticipated Bishop Foreman. This is him. She's like, Oh my God, so that's okay. Every delay is to your benefit, and everything this year is Jubilee, period. That's our seed, $50. I'm going to encourage you, if, if I don't have 50, get as close as you can, but put a five in it. So if it's 45, if it's if it's, if it's uh, 35, 25, whatever, um, put a five in it, get as close as you can and put a five in what you sow. And you're going to call that your Jubilee seed. It's 802, last thing I want to do guys before we get out of here. And if you're not saved tonight, tonight's your night, God's coming to get you. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure wherever you're at god came to get you tonight in prayer you mean that much to him and that much to us so tonight you need to become a christian recommit yourself to the Lord. or be sure when i count to three i'm going to ask you to do that hand with emoji or say it's me whatever platform you're on no guilt no condemnation no shame one two three If that's you do that do the hand with emoji or say it's me the cash app is dollar sign bishop foreman number two dollar sign bishop foreman number two because somebody put that in the um Comment so, so that they can see that dollar sign, Bishop Foreman, F-O-R-E-M-A-N number two. That's what we're sowing tonight. People are already responding to give their lives to the Lord, I see you on IG. Do that hammer emoji or say it's me. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. I got you, I got you. People are already responding, glory to God. You mean that much to God. Don't wait, do not wait, Sam. I'll do it next time. Do not wait saying, Oh, maybe next. Mm-mm. Tomorrow is not promised. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure wherever you are at, do that hand emoji, or just say it to me, whatever platform you're on, guys. I'm gonna count down from five. When I get to one, if you need to respond, respond. Now, some of you may be saying, "I don't want to do all that. I'm just gonna pray. And I don't want to do all that." Jesus said, "If you deny Him publicly, He'll deny you." I don't know about you. I do not want to be denied by God. Like that's, I do not want Him to say, "I don't know what it is." All right. There's no guilt. There's no condemnation. There's no shame. You're in a safe place. Five, waiting on you. Four, waiting on you. Three, whatever platform you're on. Two, do that hand emoji it says me. Several have already responded over here on the Bishop Foreman IG. Two, there's a couple. There's a couple. There's a couple more where you need to respond. There's one. There's at least one more where you need to respond. There's at least one more that you need to respond. I thought it was Harvest to five five four nine eight. That's to get the app. All right, that boom, overflow right here, right there. You can keep responding, but everybody pray this with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. I got you. They're still responding. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart, still responding that Jesus is Lord. I give you my life from head to toe from this day forward. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian. If i was far from you reconnect me to you today is the beginning of the rest of my life in jesus name amen listen if you just prayed that prayer for the first time where we committed yourself to the lord and they're still responding listen to me carefully heaven is celebrating and we're celebrating now let me give you a simple instruction as a shepherd what is that a leader of god's people a pastor of god's people one that cares for God's people. I don't want to leave you at this invitation. So you've given your life to the Lord. Great. What next? Allow me to lead you into what's next. Here's what you need to do. Just text the word harvest to 55498. And when you do that, you're going to get a menu of options. You're going to see the option for number two for salvation. It's super simple. I'm just walking you through what you're going to get. It's going to make perfect sense. It's going to be easy to walk through. And I need you to shoot that text because I want to get this message into your and called What Next? You've prayed this prayer. What do you do next? I got you. More importantly, God's got you. All right. I, people are still responding. I got you over there on YouTube. They're still responding. All right. But I need you to text Harvest at five five four nine eight. Let us know you just prayed that prayer and you do that. It's an automatic text. You don't have to worry. It's not going. You have to. Nobody's going to be bothering you and all that. We just want to get you the information that you need to help you do that. All right. I saw a couple of questions come in about um uh the cash app did you get that dollar sign bishop on with the number two again to stay connected to harvest text harvest to 55498 again if you came in late and you weren't able to watch in the beginning go back watch prayer from the very beginning there's so much revelation how many of you feel refreshed wave up if you feel refreshed from prayer tonight i feel amazing i feel amazing can you pray for me Bishop? need valentine <laughs> love yourself how about you stop there amen and Jesus loves you. All right. Listen, come on, wave at me If you feel refreshed, if you feel refreshed, if you feel refreshed, this is good. I see your hands. I feel amazing. All right. What I need you to do, don't forget to get your seed in the ground. We're calling this our Jubilee Seed. 50 is what we're sowing. Let me just say this. Uh, I am a sower. I am a giver, the number one sower and giver. One month I found out somebody had exceeded me so I gave more I'm competitive like that but I was like I'm giving to God Who he cares I'm giving to the Lord Uh, but at any rate I want to encourage you um, never judge somebody's seed or somebody's harvest if you haven't seen their seed you have to be one that God can trust with seed the Bible says he gives seed to the sower so if you want God to trust you like God trust me with resources, trust me with money trust me with millions of dollars if you want to be trusted with that You have to prove to the Lord that you can be trusted with seed. So I encourage you to do that. Get that 50 in the ground. You don't have 50. Get as close as you can to it, but put a five in it because five is the biblical number of grace and favor. 50 is the number of jubilee. This is our jubilee seed. All right. I love you guys. It's 807. I got to go. I'll see you tomorrow. Um, Tomorrow, we're going to do a therapy Tuesday tomorrow. So make sure that you uh, have the app. And you're part of our text fam um and we'll make sure that you, you get a notification we'll send that through the app because i'm just giving you previews of therapy tuesdays so it's not the full thing just some previews and tomorrow uh it's going to be an interesting topic about something that we need to heal from tomorrow we're going to talk about healing from family hurt <clears throat> who's ever had some family hurt talk to me in these comments who's ever had some family hurt therapy means to heal so tomorrow um what time are you doing it Mr why you got to subscribe that's why you got to get connected so you need the app so that way and be a part of the text fam so that you can get notifications all right it won't be a full therapy Tuesday. It's just a preview um but it's going to be good we're going to talk about how do you heal from family hurt i love that one of the comments says who hasn't i know right let me say this to you the deeper your hurt the deeper your hurt the greater your anointing the deeper your hurt, the greater your anointing. I love you guys. I'll see you tomorrow. Shalom. So Good to see you in the ground. Love you. Love you, uh, Harvest Search IG. Love you, everybody over here. YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, our app, our website, all of that. Love you all. Shalom. So
1: taking charge of your future starts with taking the first steps. And saving up to $30 a month on Cox internet with the Affordable Connectivity Program makes those steps easy to take. Whether they bring you to click upload on your first short film or join now for an online book club. Applying is easy. See if you qualify at cox.com/acp. Non-transferable one per household application and eligibility decisions are made by the FCC.